Hello everyone, my name is Nathan Nunnally, and thank you so much to each and every one of you taking time out of your day to listen to the N Squared podcast. Got a really good message for you guys today. Um, hit me last night, uh, wrote it in about one hour. Uh, really good message for each and every one of you this morning. I uh, hope it you know ministers to you and you get something out of it. Uh, but first, since this is the first episode on the podcast, I just wanted to kind of talk to a little, uh, talk to you guys a little bit about uh, what this is going to be about, and uh, just kind of what our, our goal is uh, over here. Uh, so yeah, th- this is a, uh, a a faith, a Christian faith based uh, podcast. Uh, every episode, uh, we'll have you know some some small talk, you know, a little bit. Uh, and then we'll probably get into either a message or an interview uh, or something like that uh, just to kind of uh, give you guys something extra uh, to get you from Sunday to Wednesday, right? Because I know sometimes that's a struggle, even for me, uh, not even even for me, especially for me, honestly. Um, you know, po- podcasts are a very uh, unique and effective tool uh, when, when using using uh when when being used uh you know in a way like this you know you can you know put earbuds in and and listen while you're you know driving to work or or probably shouldn't wear earbuds in the car sorry you should (laughs) probably uh you know listen to this in the car uh with bluetooth you can listen to it around the house doing chores doing homework earbuds um a lot of different ways uh that you can listen and uh so yeah i just want you know to put this out here for something extra for you guys uh j- just to get you you know from sunday to wednesday and from wednesday to sunday uh you know and but but also i want to i want to make this into a community I, I don't want this to be you know me speaking to you guys you know i, I want it or not speaking i'm not speaking to you guys not speaking down i guess i should say to you guys uh, I want this to be a family and a community where we can, uh, you know, grow it. Uh, and like I said, just have uh, just a community outside, you know, of your church, um, you know, that you can um, build relationships and have other people to talk to and uh, things like that, you know, share things, uh, you know, through, you know, social media, Uh because why not? You know that that's what it's there for. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, you know, I wanna, I wanna making this for you guys uh, to help get you through the week, uh, to build a community, but also to grow together. Um, I learn things on a daily basis uh, that I'd love to share with you guys, and um, I know you know with some of the interviews we're gonna have, you know, other people are going to be pouring into me and uh, and and you guys. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm just really excited for, for all that's, uh, going to come out of this, uh, podcast and this family. Um, but yeah, just, um, thank you for tuning in and, uh, let's get right into the message and I'll see you guys later. You know, I think it's funny. Every time they come out with a new piece of technology, it's supposed to make our lives easier or better, so usually we can what? Have more time, right? 
Isn't it interesting how inventions like smartphones and cars and even computers are actually filling up more of our time than how much it freed? Cars get you to and from work faster so you can work longer hours. Smartphones, instant access to the, to the internet, right? No more searching through encyclopedias, but yeah, I'm, I'm 17, so what are those, right? Uh, but now in free time, we watch YouTube and Netflix, a little Instagram, a little Snapchat, and computers. How do all of the algorithms and programs that make certain processes quicker allow more time for us to do more work? It's so easy to get tunnel vision in our lives with work, school, sports, extracurricular activities that we lose track of our priorities. You know, like, hey, hey, where were you Wednesday night? You know, at the belonging youth service. Shout out Pastor Aaron. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we missed you. And you're like, oh, I, I had a test to study for. Or, hey man, are you feeling okay? I didn't see you at church this morning. And you're like, oh yeah, I had to close last night at work. You know, and, and we wonder why our youth pastors always end the sermon with, like, I challenge you to, right? Because in the world we live in, it is a challenge. <laughs> but we get so caught up in what we are doing and what the world tells us that matters, right? Getting a good grade on that test or completing that homework assignment or working a part-time job as a high school student at a job that isn't flexible enough for you to go to church just because it makes a little bit more money than the other jobs. And while, yes, absolutely you should do your schoolwork, and yes, you should save up for college and a car and a house or whatever, but what about God? What about your relationship with Him? What about eternity? Isn't that important too? I know everything has currently been on pause due to the COVID-19. Schools have been closed the rest of the year except for e-learning. Proms, high school sports, concerts, and recitals have all come to a stop. Sports have been cut off. NBA, MLB, XFL, VLT, or actually not, not that last one, sorry, I'm a little hungry, uh, <laughs> and even jobs. <clears throat> some people are still commuting, some people are working from home, and some people just got laid off and are wondering how in the world they're going to put food on the table next week. It's an eerie feeling that everything has been shut down this way, like we never imagined life could actually be put on hold like this. It just never seemed possible. And now, while everything is shut down, God is still open. While everyone is social distancing, God is still with you. While some of your family's incomes have been cut off, God is still providing. While the world is living in fear, God is telling us to be strong and courageous. And while you're tired of spending so much time with your family, God wants to spend time with you. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The title of my message today is Turn Back. Now I was scrolling through social media the other day and I found this video that had a verse in it that is so relevant right now it's scary. The verse was 2 Chronicles 7.13 and it reads, Whenever I hold back the rain or send locusts to eat up the crops or send an epidemic on my people, if they pray to me and repent and turn away from the evil they have been doing, then I will hear from them in heaven, forgive their sins, and make their land prosperous again. Now, I don't know about you, but that verse kind of gives you chill bumps with everything going on in the world today, right? Like the wildfires in Australia, locusts in Africa, and now we have the coronavirus. That's all three in one year, and not just one year, but the first three months of one year. 
it's always important to look at the context of scripture you know context adds meaning and understanding to what you're reading <clears throat> so let's look at what's going on here in chronicle second chronicles chapter 7 so king solomon had just finished building the temple after they built it they brought in the ark of the covenant which is a pretty big deal and they had the biggest like worship praise service ever like there are sacrifices music and the whole nine yards well then solomon dedicates the temple to god in this really really long prayer found in chapter six and then god comes down in the temple so they keep worshiping and have like a grand old time after that <coughs> excuse me after that they did what we do after church and ate <laughs> uh they had this nationwide feast that was so large it did not just take place in one location the bible says it stretched from the entrance to hamath to the brook of egypt which was over 31 miles long and this lasted for seven days now i don't know if this was like groups of people from here to there or if they were like all lined up in like one long table that's kind of what i picture in my brain <laughs> but uh i'm sure it wasn't like that but yeah it, over 31 miles long and it lasted a whole week well then that night god came to solomon in like a dream you know kind of how you you text your friends after you hang out or you know you go on like a date and you're like you know text the the girl the guy you know oh i had a great time tonight you know something, <laughs> something like that uh and he says the verse we just read basically as a response to solomon's long dedication prayer um what is significant here is how God opens up this response. He starts it out with, I heard your prayer. Isn't it awesome that we serve a God who hears our prayers? But he says, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. And then he starts the next part with Second Chronicles 7.13, which we just read. So let's pick up at verse 15 together. As soon as I find it. <laughs> now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever, and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. As for you, if you walk before me as your father David walked, and do according to all that I have commanded you, and if you keep my statutes and my judgments, now, now, wait, wait, wait just a second. I want you to notice something very important in these verses. So, God is speaking to Solomon about what he has done with this temple. God said he has chosen the temple. He has sanctified. And sanctified means set apart. Uh, he has chosen and sanctified this house. Um... Yes, he said, I have chosen and sanctified or set apart this house. Doesn't God do that with us too? Come to think of it, aren't our bodies temples? 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20 says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You are bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. We are temples of God chosen and set apart 
houses of worship for God. So when we dedicate ourselves to God through prayer, just like Solomon does with this temple, right? Does the Bible not promise us these same things that God says in verse 15? Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place, the place being us. It's getting really good. Let's let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, verse 18. Then I'll establish the throne of your kingdom as I covenanted with David your father, saying, You shall not fail to have a man as ruler in Israel. Now, these next few verses are very important for us as well. And I actually had to find a different translation uh, for, for this little passage here because uh, the New King James was not very clear. Uh, it said the word them a lot, and I, I, I didn't want to mess up which them was referring to, you know, which person. So um, this is the NIV translation uh, starting at uh, verse, eight, uh, no, verse 19. But if you turn away and forsake the decrees and commands I have given you, and go off to serve other gods and worship them, then I will uproot Israel from my land which I have given them, and I will reject this temple I have consecrated for my name. I will make it a byword and an object of ridicule among all peoples. Now, what God is saying here, basically, like again responding to Solomon's dedication prayer, is telling him that if they use the temple to worship and serve other gods, then he will take their land. Now, there's two things to notice here in these verses. It's very important. Two big points. One, God is in control of everything. Notice how he says, the land of which I have given them. Like, that that can come down to job of which I have given them, money of which I have given them, sports of which I have given them, prom of which I have given them. God has been and is and always will be in control. I mean, that's why we tithe, right? It, it's demonstrating that we understand everything that we have comes from Him, so we give 10% of our incomes back to Him in, in faith that He will provide, right? Okay, two, God will take away things in our life to get us closer or back to Him. As of right now, God has the entire world on hold. Our schools, jobs, social lives, everything. Even the Olympics have been postponed until a later date. It would be absolutely foolish right now for us to not take this time to reestablish a close relationship or a relationship period with God. God is giving us all the hints in the world that this is what he wants us to do. Now, I've got a few more things. We're going to wrap this up here. But... First of all, I want to encourage you that God is control of this pandemic. Um, don't be afraid. Uh, but more importantly, I want to challenge you. Use this time to work on your relationship with God. I'm sure some of you have probably used this time to clean out your closets. <laughs> uh, I know I should have done that. <laughs> uh, but but use them for prayer. You know, listen to worship music. Read you know read the Bible. The Bible is the living word of God and will speak to you if you'll just open it and read it. Um, my youth group is doing a challenge where we take 30 minutes 
uh, out of our day to spend time with God and post a picture of us doing so with the hashtag, hashtag belonging30 challenge. If you want to, you can feel free to join us, but don't do this to just try to make yourselves look holier than all of your other heathen friends, right? Like, really make the most of this time while we still have it and cherish it. That wraps up uh, this episode of the N Squared Podcast. Uh, once again, thank you all for listening. If you are interested in finding us on social media, we are on Facebook at N2 Podcast, and we are also on Instagram with the same name, in the number two uh, podcast. All together, no underscores. Um, and yeah, we'll see all you guys, or I will see all you guys in the next episode. Thank you.